Hello, you found Rebirth, a podcast about women saving lives by living their own. I'm the creator, Kate Breton, and I have been fascinated with people's stories since I was very little, both as a writer and a healer. The more I listen, the more I hear a golden thread running through each person's life. And that actually brings me to a circle that I'm holding Tuesday, February 2nd, and I want to invite you. It's time to turn up your inner whisper and rekindle your flame. On February 2nd from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are having a intentional evening of writing and hearing what your inner world is saying. Now, before you think you're not a writer, all are welcome. No experience, only openness is necessary. We'll be doing a meditation and writing to awaken the inner muse and open the lines of clarity and creativity. Our life always has a plan. And when we reconnect to life in that way, it pulls wisdom from chaos. So I hope you'll join me and for listening to Rebirth and being part of our community, put in the coupon code 2021 and you can join us for $11. So 2021, you go to katebreton.com, golden thread, click to sign up. And when you get to the checkout page, put in 2021 and it'll be 11 bucks for you. And there's also going to be a link on my Instagram if that's where you follow. So thank you so much for listening. Let's step a little bit outside of our comfort zone. So this whole podcast is about listening and about the power of us being in community together. So until we can gather in person, which I hope is sooner than we all anticipate, Let's gather together now and recreate the life we want to be living. If you enjoy Rebirth, help support our stories by liking and subscribing wherever you listen to this. And if you're not already going to come over to Cape Breton to sign up for our class, come over to join to the newsletter, which is where you'll also hear updates and events and get those coupon codes because we're in it together. Thanks so much for listening. Hi family, we're going to talk today about intuition, community, and I guess strength will be the last one, the last way to say that. I recently did a little video about intuition, and I'm going to recap here for you. Um, basically because there was such a large response to it, and I, and, I, and I was sort of surprised, and then I thought, oh, well, you know, everyone's confused. No one knows what's going on. All our normal mechanisms for orienting orienting ourselves to the truth have been disabled and we are being uh, divinely propelled inward and for a large population, for a large portion of their lives, um, the idea of inner knowing and intuition and having um, clairsentience has been changed. So that's going to leave us um, perplexed and that's what I want to talk about. So. I was mentioning that um, people, when you're confused and you might be around someone telling you that you know the answers and the answers are within, which is true, it is true, that can sometimes cause confusion and or more frustration. Well, both. Uh, both of those are exacerbating and inflammatory, which doesn't help us move towards peace. And so sometimes the better thing to do is just to like back off and relax. And so that a new flow, a new aha moment, or you can feel safe enough to hear the thing that you're too afraid to hear. And I was thinking about how in cranial sacral, um, a modality that's really gentle, that if they say, if you find a hitch, 
you can hold, say you're holding um, the feet and you can feel a hitch, like a disruption in the flow. It's not happening in a smooth cycle. It kind of has like a little, like uh, it doesn't completely, think of a half moon and say the leg is supposed to sort of just kind of sway in a half moon. It kind of only makes it three quarters of the way up and then it like hitches and then it comes back down. Okay, hopefully you can feel into what that might mean. What, to induce a still point, this is a very gentle modality, they would say follow the hitch and then right when that hiccup happens, hold the pattern. So you would like kind of apply a little bit of pressure to stay there in that. Can, and what happens is, is the body starts to scramble. It, it, it tries to hit, can't move. It doesn't know what to do. And it stops. It just stops. It's a still point. And you hold the still point. Then you gently let go. For practitioners, you don't let go of the leg. You just stop applying the slight pressure and the body waits. And you can literally feel it reorganizing. And the body's default when disharmonious patterns are interrupted is to find a harmonious homeostasis again. So you know what happens without interference? The body returns as close to... to balance and harmony as is available, sometimes completely. And I, I feel like I, I'm seeing that around us right now, that we're getting to that point of chaos that are, we're just like, I can't take anymore. And uh, that can be infuriating and terrifying. But if we kind of hold that and not run away from it, right? So I'm not saying pressure as in to push yourself or force yourself, but if you're just like, let yourself feel that chaos and confusion instead of running away from it, you can actually feel the scramble that will drop. Now, can that be as easy as I just said? Yes. Can it be much more difficult than that? Yes. But I feel that that is an invitation for us of like, I, I don't know what intuition is or blah, 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 blah. Like that, that high pitched dismissive voice comes in. It's like, okay, that might've been when you were shamed for knowing something when you were young, or that might go against your current matrix of religious beliefs, or that might make you feel unsafe, but it doesn't mean that your own personal power isn't true. It just doesn't. So um, I'm curious as to if maybe this confusion, this um, isolated confusion isn't sort of forcing us into that still point of personal realization, because where else do we have to go? You know, where else do we have to go? And when you are clearer on your own personal power or um, orientation point, it's like so much easier to have faith in yourself and be a true part of a collaborative process. Because when we come from lack of worth or not feeling good enough, then when we're like 
collaborating with other people, we're leaning into how other people do things or we're leaning into I should be better at as opposed to coming to the table with our own gifts, right? Like like this, oh, you know, we, we for whatever reason, we so often, because we're living our, our lives through our own filter, we often think other people are living their lives through their own filter. And then through wisdom and years and experiences, we start to realize that like everyone is living through their own filter. And if we all allowed ourselves the vulnerability of transparency and humility with power, we would be sitting like really, we would be sitting in really powerful place together. Um, but the isolation doesn't help, right? Because the, we're not, we're not, we're pack animals. Humans are pack animals. And I, you know, I need my downtime and I, you know, I, I laugh because it's like, I definitely am a little bit of a hermit, but I need my other hermits, you know, <laughs> I need, I need the bounce off of the polarity of too much to go back into, you know, quietude. Um, my toddler son definitely needs um, community. And, and there's strength in community, right? So, so we're having like these crazy times uh, on, on multiple layers and levels um, that we've never experienced before. And we're starting to get acclimated to it, I think, that is good and dangerous in such that we don't want to just acquiesce to it and be like, ah, oh, this is just the way it is. Because it is super not just the way it is. And that phrase, this is just the way it is, has really got me recently. And it came back around when I was re-listening to uh, Stephanie Cohen's interview on Rebirth about the mom pops popsicles and how that was such a catalyst for this, the Rebirth podcast, because when we were talking about having this podcast, I wanted to make sure that it was actually something that had some merit to it. And when I, I had that popsicle in the Whole Foods, this little mini popsicle that had like zero, like only natural fruit. So there was no real sugar and it was great for kids and it was small and it was different and it was unique and it was delicious. And I would just, was literally paying more for less lollipops or less popsicles that were smaller that we loved that my son lived on for the first two years of his life with teething and everything. And they agreed to do um, a podcast based on an Instagram reach out. I saw it as an external confirmation of the suspicion that we, that we can do things differently. You can make a popsicle that is not saturated in sugar. You can make something fresh that is profitable for a company that is also beneficial for families with, you know, with children and then, then specifically with children that have type 1 diabetes. Like this idea that, oh, that's just the music that sells or, oh, this is just the movies that sells or, oh, this is just the food that sells is not true. There's someone making a decision that this is what will be sold to us. And we simply acquiesce that that's just the way it is. So I was wanted to share with you also this story that I was re reading. I was recently talking to this just this brilliant being um, on Oahu, um, Ezekiel Feldman, and and we were talking about the power of knowing who you are and not being attached and how in healing work that if you have a, a client that isn't, oh, this is going to be difficult to hear, but if, if you have someone that's really not ready to step into their own power, there's not really anything you can do for them, right? But if you stand in your power and hold space for them, 
not solve things for them, but hold a space of strength that allows them the, abil- the, the moment and the invitation to see themselves differently, change can happen. If you try to fix or save them, not only do you not help your client, you put yourself in a, as a practitioner in a precarious situation. And um, true practitioners will know exactly what I'm talking about. But when you see someone that half of them wants to get better and half of them doesn't, if you just hold that equanimity of potential in your own self, they can make the choice to rise. It's the power of community. So there's this story, and I think this all just deeply ties together, and hopefully it, it, it is a little medicine for your, for your Wednesday. Season four is on, on, on Wednesdays for uh, communication. Um, so this is a story that comes from women who run with wolves because you, it can take you 40 years to read this book, and you'll still find something precious in it. In the story, an old man is dying and calls his people to his side. He gives a short, sturdy stick to each of his many offspring, wives, and relatives. Break the stick, he instructs them. With some effort, they all snap their sticks in half. This is how easy it is when a soul is alone and without anyone. They can be easily broken. The old man next gives each of his kin another stick and says, This is how I would like you to live after I pass. Put your sticks together in bundles of twos and threes. Now, break those bundles in half. No one can break the sticks when there are two or more in a bundle. The old man smiles. We are strong when we stand with another soul. When we are with others, we cannot be broken. So as deeply as I invite you to make friends with the possibility, if you haven't already, that you have an intuition, perhaps your intuition has been whispering to you other things. And let us remember that we have an infinite spark of divinity inside of us. And we have an unfathomable power when we are unified for the greater good. We each have a role and our roles are distinct to each of us. And so one of the ways we can prepare ourselves for great collaborations is to remind ourselves that the gifts that we are born with, whether they make us may appear to be too easy or nothing significant, that is just merely an interpretation that may have been pressed upon us that gifts, of course, do take, can and should in most cases take some sort of work to develop your craft. But if it's a gift, the tension of creating excellence in it is a pleasure. Minutes to hours to days disappear when we are immersed in creating the excellence in something that is our purpose. When we are forced to do things that go against the grain of our existence, We are left depleted and weakened. However, there is an infinite place for us to reignite our strength and our power. And when we are bundled in twos and threes, we cannot be broken. Thank you so much for listening.
Thank you so much for listening to Rebirth. Remember to share this episode or leave us a review. We super appreciate it. And we're going to start pulling reviews this season to share with the other listeners. Also, you can stay connected at katebrenton.com to hear about new offerings and our online class opening in March of 2021. Have a great day, everybody.